All right, just three more chapters of Amos. And we are done. Three more chapters. Then we can move on to Obadiah. Obadiah, Obadiah, Obadiah. Let's go. Amos chapter 7. Read now the Christian Standard Version. First vision, locust. Lord God showed me this. He was forming a swarm of locusts at the time the spring crop first began to sprout after the cutting of the king's hay. When the locusts finished eating the vegetation of the land, I said, Lord God, please forgive. How would Jacob survive since he is so small? The Lord relented concerning this. It will not happen, he said. Second vision, fire. The Lord God showed me this. The Lord God was calling for judgment by fire. It consumed the great deep and devoured the land. Then I said, Lord God, please stop. How did Jacob survive since he is so small? The Lord relented concerning this. This will not happen either, said the Lord God. Boy, that's two, two dodged bullets. <clears throat> third vision a plumb line he showed me this the lord was standing there by a vertical wall with a plumb line in his hand the lord asked me what do you see amos i replied a plumb line then the lord said i am setting a plumb line among my people israel i will no longer spare them Isaac's high places will be deserted and Israel's sanctuaries will be in ruins. I will rise up against the house of Jeroboam with a sword. Mm. It's interesting because plumb lines are used in construction. Anyway, I'm not going to go. We'll let Tony Evans. Uh, see if he has anything to say about that. All right. Amaziah's opposition. Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent word to King Jeroboam of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you right here in the house of Israel. The land cannot endure all his words, for Amos has said this, Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel will certainly go into exile from its homeland. And Amaziah said to Amos, Go away, you seer. Flee to the land of Judah. Earn your living and give your prophecies there. But don't ever prophesy at Bethel again, for it is the king's sanctuary and royal temple. And a royal temple. Verse 14, So Amos answered Amaziah, I was not a prophet or the son of a prophet. Rather, I was a herdsman. And I took care of sycamore figs, but the Lord took me from following, following the flock and said to me, go prophesy to my people, Israel. Now hear the word of the Lord, you say. Now hear the word of the Lord, you say, do not prophesy against Israel. Do not preach against the house of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Your wife will be a prostitute in the city. Your sons and daughters will fall by the sword and your land will be divided up with a measuring line. 
You yourself will die on pagan soil, and Israel will certainly go into exile from its homeland. hard word. All right, let's read these Tony Evans notes. In response to Amos's prayer, the Lord relented, just as he did with Abraham. Go see Genesis chapter 18, verse 16 through 33. God shared his plans with a kingdom man, and just as Abraham did, Amos, the kingdom man, interceded so that God might be merciful. By holding a plumb line, one could determine whether a wall was vertically straight. When the Lord told Amos, I am setting a plumb line among my people Israel, he was implying that Israel was morally crooked hmm. no doubt under the king's orders amaziah commanded amos to quit preaching and take his prophecies to judah instead but amos knew whose agenda he was called to follow like the apostles he was to obey god rather than people the basket of summer fruit like the apostles he was to obey god rather than people the basket of summer fruit represents the completion of a full cycle from growth to harvest to consumption. Sinful Israel was ripe for judgment. Oh, my bad, y'all. That's the next chapter. All right, on to the next one. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.